Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Today on Spread the Word Now is a message I have titled, The Sufferings and the Glory That Should Follow. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come to your people through these media waves today. You said in your word that every door and every room we come to, when the people receive the word, that the peace of God will come upon them. Therefore, I declare your peace, O oh God, over that man, that woman, that will listen and receive your word today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. The scripture is taken from 1 Peter chapter 1 from verse 10. I read, Of this salvation the prophets have inquired and searched carefully who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ who was in them was indicating when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. The sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. And so as we celebrate this period of Easter, the death and resurrection of the Lord, I want to bring to your attention the sufferings and the glories that would follow. Hallelujah. And so, friend, the scripture says that the prophets of old, they prophesied searching what manner and the time of these things. And I want to take you to Psalm 22. Psalm 22 is a psalm of David which was uttered and written about a thousand years before the Christ, Jesus, showed up on the earth. And in Psalm 22, from verse 1, the scripture says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me? And from the words of my groaning. Friend, this message, this was uttered by the King David about a thousand years before Jesus showed up on the earth. And so when we read the gospel correspondence in the gospel of Mark, when the Lord was going to the cross, I want to bring to you this same rendering being fulfilled. The chances of those words uttered under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit by King David being fulfilled in the scriptures, in the gospel, 
is like one in a billion chance. It's like winning a lottery. But this is what happened to the T. And so in Mark 15, from verse 33, the disciple Mark writes, And when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is translated, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And so you see, friend, the same words that King David uttered, it's being fulfilled in the gospel of Mark a thousand years later. But I want to show you a few more scriptures in Psalm 22. The Spirit of God inspiring David. We read from verse 7. He says, And all those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the leap. They shake the head, saying, He trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. And again, in Mark chapter 15, from verse 29, we'll read this same thing happening about a thousand years later. Let's read what Mark says. He says, And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha! You who destroyed the temple and built it in three days, save yourself, come down from the cross. And likewise, the chiefs, priests, they were mocking him and saying, he saved others, himself he cannot save. So you see a fulfillment of the utterances of King David under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, as we read in 1 Peter 1 verse 10, that the Holy Spirit inspired, he says, inquired searching carefully and prophesied by the grace of God what manner or time the Spirit of God was referring to. And so, friend, you see that these words are being fulfilled, being uttered and being fulfilled. And the, the chief priests and the, and the Pharisees, they mocked him. He saved others. They, they shook their heads. They wagged their heads against him. They ridiculed him, seeing a fulfillment of that. And we're looking at the sufferings. And the, the Bible, uh, uh, the prophet Isaiah gives us even more insight into the sufferings in Isaiah 53. He says that he was mocked, he was mad, he was beaten beyond recognition. He carried our sorrows, he carried our griefs. So when Peter is writing about the sufferings, he used the word sufferings, a plural, indicating that it wasn't just one suffering. There was a bodily pain involved. There was a grief 
grave of mind, mental pain involved. And then there was a spiritual pain, the pain of carrying the iniquity of mankind. He was he carried it, for surely he he bore our griefs, he carried our sorrows. So the sufferings of Christ, it's many, it's diverse, it's varied, but he did it for you, he did it for me, that we might know that he is indeed the Son of God. For the Bible says that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. And so, friend, the sufferings of Christ was varied. It was varied. It was uh, multidimensional. The physical sufferings of beatings beyond recognition, but also the mental and emotional sufferings uh, of carrying our grief, our anxiety, our calamity, our anguish. He bore our grief so that we do not want, no longer have to bear that grief. And also, finally, the spiritual sufferings of carrying it iniquity. For in verse 6, he said, and the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. He carried our iniquity. Hallelujah. But then Apostle Peter gives us further insight. He said, the sufferings of Christ and the glories that should follow. Friend, he did not say one glory. He said the glories. There are glories that follow. These sufferings, for example, because of his sufferings in Philippians chapter 2, we read that he was exalted, his name was exalted beyond every other name on earth, in heaven, and under the heavens. His name was lifted and magnified above every name. God exalted him and put him to sit on his right hand in the heavenlies. That's a glory manifestation. He sat with the Father and his name is lifted. God has magnified him, magnified his name. That's a glory that should follow. The glory of God that should follow because he, he laid down himself on the cross for us. That are the name of Jesus that every knee will bow that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Friend, so his name is exalted. His name is magnified. That's why I can use that name to see demons uh, living people when I call the name of Jesus. That's why I can mention that name and there is healing taking place uh, because God has exalted him. The glory that would follow. And then we read in, in, in uh, also Colossians that this glory also has come to us as believers. For we are now sons of the Most High God. He's adopted you and I into His kingdom. And He has given us His glory for his, his prayed in the Gospel of John that the glory which I had with the Father, that the Father will give it to His disciples. And He's given us that glory. For now, we are the carriers of the glory of God. For now, the glory rests in us. 
For God will that the riches of the glory will rest in us. For Christ in us is the hope of glory. Friend, the glory is resting in you and me because we believe, because the Spirit is in us. So now we can manifest His glory. We can manifest His glory wherever we are, wherever we go. I remember a time passed when I was praying and seeking the Lord. And I came into a bus full of passengers. And as I sat down in this bus, a man that sat next to me began to manifest, began to scream, began to shout, began to run off from the bus. The driver had to stop. And and then when he stopped and opened the door, this guy ran away from the door. Why? Because the glory was resting on me. The glory of the Lord came and the demons could not stand that glory that they had to run. Run for their dear life, friend. And God has called you and I that we might carry His glory, that the glory might be made manifest, that many will know that this God we serve is who He calls, who He says He is. For the the word says in Hebrews that the, that the, 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 the manifest glory of God might be made known through the gospel. That though we are eating vessels, we carry this glory that many will come to the knowledge of the truth. That they might know that this God we serve is real. That all things are possible with Him. And friend, I want to challenge you today. That if you do not know this Jesus, that your life is in ruin. Because He said, if you believe, you will have eternal life. And I want to ask you to believe in Him today. Ask you to call upon Him and He will come in and sup with you. For He is giving you this challenge today. That if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Christ Jesus, He will save you. For He is a reward of Him that diligently seek God. And God bless you. Until next time, this is Pastor Joe. Many blessings and bye for now. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.